Hi, this is Bill Arnold. Missed a show or need me talking to help you sleep tonight? I have several solutions to that situation. Here are the podcasts from the show. You are the best for listening and supporting Faith Radio. You're listening to an encore presentation of Afternoons with Bill Arnold. Faith, hope, and clarity in a special repeat performance. And a warm welcome to Afternoons with Bill Arnold. That would be me. It's uh, Wednesday at 5 o'clock Central Standard Time. That would uh, pretty much indicate that it's back to our prayer series. Our very distinguished and special guest is Dr. Marcus Bachman. Uh, and we're so glad to have him in studio today. And uh, Peter, it's going to be another uh, fantastic hour. It should be good, I think, Bill, on this. You know, and again, once uh, I'm just going to point out that you've never referenced me as distinguished or special. No, nor just will a, I. Just a commoner here in studio <laughs> with you, Bill. I, I appreciate that. feel very, very, very yeah. loved at this point. Well, you know, you know how much you're loved here. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should start this off. Peter, do you need a few moments to talk to the council? <laughs> I, I might. You know, Why don't you guys? We, we can yeah, start. maybe Bill okay. can carry yeah. this room. Bill, Marcus, just, yeah. just stay away for a minute here. Okay. <laughs> so how were your first thoughts uh, <laughs> coming to you as a five-year-old? Let's start at that point. Okay. Yeah, I, was a little, I was a little insecure as a five-year-old, Marcus. Thanks for uh, just dredging up that old wound. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, let's pray about that. Yeah. We are going to do some praying, hopefully, we today. I want to open up the text line as well. We're going to talk today about... Uh, prayer, of course, but we also want to know how important is prayer? How transformational is it when you're in the counseling process, either as an individual or as a married couple? Uh, and if it's if it's transformational and critical to healing and growth, then we've come to the right place with the right guest. Dr. Mm. Marcus Bachman um, is uh, been in the practice for thirty plus years, I would guess, and it's now forty. Forty, okay. Yeah. Uh, you can go to counselingcare.us to learn more about Marcus and see his good-looking picture and his amazing staff. And, I mean, spectacular head of hair, isn't oh, it? Oh, it just drives me yeah. wild yeah. already, Bill. Yeah. It drives me absolutely wild. Yeah. Yes. I mean, when you have bangs that can hang in your eyes. I mean, right. At this age? That that, that was 34 years ago for me. I know. I, yeah, I know. I was, yeah, I like sweeping the beaver look. You're not talking about the rest of my body, so I can appreciate huh? that. Guys, okay. <laughs> but I'd like to focus more on Peter again. How about when you were sick? <laughs> Still insecure, Marcus. Still insecure. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Peter, when did, you, when did you finally realize that you were um, uh, special? <laughs> You know, Bill. I'm listening. Um, maybe a- about 30 seconds ago. Okay. You know, good. when you when you smiled at me, yeah. and I just thought I actually belonged. Okay. Good. And Power, it's, it's, Bill. You belong. Yeah, you matter. It, 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 I, you matter. You. I, it's a message I hear. Yeah. Hashtag matter, and yeah. I really feel good about that. So. Okay, let's open up with uh, some questions here, Marcus. I've prepared a, f- a little bit of uh, show prep, which is not like me, but. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you agreed to that. Golly. Okay. Um, how about this question? Does praying together increase trust and intimacy? Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. Is that, that, is that's that for you. For, is that for the honored guest, Peter? Or, no, oh, that's, that's, for, that's for you. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. You know, I think um, it needs to change us. And uh, my first thought is, before we look at, will it increase our trust and intimacy, we have to take a look at ourselves. And Mm -hmm. what is God speaking to us? Um, And his insight, if we're being selfish, if we're being um, 
bitter. Uh, it, you know, the, the roadblocks that we have, first and foremost, is what needs to have the flashlight take a look at. And I think that once we take a look at ourselves, and there's no way that we can build on intimacy unless we're whole ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if we're looking for the other person to build that intimacy for us, uh, and we're not whole, it's an impossible task. We're asking someone to love us, and their love is supposed to bring us to a place of completeness. And so I just really think we have to first and foremost say, um, what, about, what about you, Marcus? Are, are, you, are you praying for the right things? Are you wanting that which God has intended? Have you taken care of your own business? And if I'm stuck somewhere... Uh, whether it's with bitterness or unforgiveness or whatever it may be. Um, It's going to be really hard to. But yes, I want to get to the answer. It does and can build increased trust and intimacy. But first things first. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, I, th- I think about that, Marcus, that early on in, in marriage, and it's something that Hallie and I, even after 26 years of marriage, it, it is a not, it's easier for us to pray apart about the same thing and then talk about what we're praying about <laughs> and, and wonder about what God is inviting us into than it is actually to go into God's presence together. And, and I think what you've described so effectively right there is I think it does potentially highlight maybe some of our own deficiencies that get revealed in the midst of that, that the spotlight spotlight kind of gets shined in that situation. It is, I I would be surprised if we could get a thousand married couples to text into the studio right now and say, man, we have got dialed in this prayer life together. I mean, we are so dialed in. I, I just think it is a really tricky thing for a lot of different reasons, but I think what you just described in terms of having deficiencies that somehow get revealed in the midst of all of that, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's good when they get revealed because it can invite us into a greater sense of wholeness. But, boy, that's hard. Yeah. Well, I've, I've counseled couples, marriage marriages for over 40 years, and it is, I, I hate to say it, and, and again, my, I have a Christian audience, and it is rare, rare that I have a couple that actually would admit or reveal that they pray together on any regular basis. Really? So I, I'm oh, yeah. shocked. Mm-hmm. They, they pray at mealtime. Okay. You know, that's a Lutheran thing to do. Okay. Um, but, you know, uh, <laughs> it's it's not much beyond that, uh, that they really have that kind of intimacy. It's, it, I, I wish I had a different story to tell you. Oh, me but too. That, that's, that's my story. And, I, and again, I, I'm with you, Peter. I, I just think because God loves us so tenderly, and just like uh, your um, previous guest, Marshall, was talking about um, the rebuking, the, 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 the loving approach that God has in his patient way of revealing truth to us. If, if, if there's something that we need to take care of, first things first, then what a loving thing for him to give us before we start trying to correct our spouse or avoid our spouse or build a wall. And, you know, the thickness of the wall just gets thicker and thicker the more we avoid it. And so I, I just think that um, prayer is key. And let us not minimize the value of praying together, but let's take care of the spotlight first on us. So you've got me so curious right mm-hmm. now with what you said about the, the few number of couples that pray. So I'm going to throw it out to the listeners because um, this is a Christian audience that I'm yes. speaking to. So maybe you would text me the word pray or don't pray. Mm. So if you don't pray with your spouse, 
text the word don't pray to 877-933-2484. And if you do pray with your spouse, and Marcus, like you said, not just at mealtime, but time apart, holding hands, looking at each other, Mm -hmm. then you just text the word pray to 877-933-2484. I just like to see what comes in. Um, I'd be really curious too, Bill, because Marcus, I don't have the same sort of sort of uh, ground level engagement with couples that are really revealing what tends to be true. But I think you can kind of sniff things inside from the outside looking in. When you're just with people, you can sense a, a togetherness or an intimacy or joy that obviously is being expressed in a variety mm-hmm. of ways in their lives, but probably expressed within the freedom to pray together. But that intimacy, again, you're probably going to sense it with how they wake up together in the morning or how they're greeting each other at the end of a day or the kind of other things that are going on. You can probably sniff some things out. And, and marriage is a rigorous journey. There's, you can be so committed to and love your spouse, and yet at the same time, the day-to-day stuff, it's rigorous at the end of the day. And, and prayer reveals if you have a lot of um, unresolved things related to the rigor of your relationship. It's hard to enter into any form of real intimacy when you're dealing with the unresolved reality of just day-to-day life. I mean, I yeah. think about what it was like when I lived with a roommate at university and nine months of living with somebody, it was pretty rigorous in terms of the differences and the similarities. And it's not that different when you get married to somebody, even though you do love them and even though you are committed to them, there's a lot that can get in the way. Boy, that word daily is key there, isn't it? <laughs> you are this married Christian, daily, This right. Christian walk is kind of the hourly daily thing, and yeah. that's that's what it is. All right. I've already got some early returns coming in. I've got a keep score, aren't you, right oh, yeah. now? i got to pray, pray, don't pray, 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 don't pray, would like to, though. Pray, 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 don't pray, don't pray, don't pray, pray every bedtime. Wow. Interesting return. Yeah. It's, very it's kind of interesting. interesting. It's an interesting yeah. little look at it. Yeah. I think the Vikings are winning. This and is a, good. <laughs> another one is, unfortunately, uh, do not pray yeah. regularly together. So we got some ground to cover today. So we this do. is good. Yeah. We want to figure out ways to build those bridges. And I'm guessing, Marcus and Peter, I'll include you in this conversation, <laughs> um, is that we want to keep it simple, safe, and supportive mm. if you've never done it. Simple, safe, and supportive. And I'd ask one other Add one other S word and keep it short. Okay. Short, yeah. <laughs> Just think, you know, this prayer. Listen, if if people are comfortable paying for 45 minutes an hour, I love them. I love them. Um, but I think typically, uh, and especially for guys, mm-hmm. we, we, we like to get kind of to the point and, um, you know, to the heart of it. But don't, don't take a lot of time um, unless, unless you are comfortable and experienced and ready and able to do that. Mm. But I say, especially starting off, keep it, keep it short. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, pray. Just started praying together every night. Don't plan on stopping. Here's mm. another don't pray. Here's another pray. Here's another pray without holding hands. Uh, so we're getting lots and lots of people. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Hey, can I be bold enough to bring up a prayer that um, uh, the Rainies, uh, I kind of have given a, a simple prayer on how they pray, and I thought... Is this Dennis Rainey? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, when, they, when, they, when they shared this, and it's extremely simple, and I, I kind of was thinking it was going to be some long-winded, you know, really involved kind of prayer, and I, I just put the blanks in, and I just used my wife name, wife name in the prayer, and here's how they pray together every night. Lord, I thank you for Michelle... And for the life you have given us together, I thank you for the gift she is to me. 
Forgive me, Lord, when I take her for granted and do not love her as I should. Please bless Michelle today in all she does, and may she feel secure and protected by your love and with my love as well. In Jesus' name, wow. amen. That Isn't is that sensible and to beautiful. the point? It is. But, but I think about it, Marcus, when you're reading that, I think if I prayed that for Hallie every day and, and entered into it and, and, and had space for that in the midst with her and without her sort of thing, I would imagine that that can go a long ways towards establishing things like trust and intimacy oh, and, and yes. beauty and hope and adventure yes. and the kinds of things we all care about for these married relationships. What you just said there, I bet if I did that for seven days, I, I can't imagine what would all change in the midst of that. And but, we can do it. Yeah. I just had a, a don't pray change the answer to don't pray regularly together, but pray over the big stuff. Oh, crisis stuff, especially. Sure. Yeah. 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 Don't we all turn at 911? Yeah, we do. To God, yes. Another, another one, point. don't pray, and that's been over 35 years. So yeah. that, that hurts, that hurts my heart to hear. Yeah, it does. There's a big chunk of life that didn't happen with prayer. And, and, and you guys know this, but it doesn't have to be this way. Yeah, it it doesn't, doesn't have to be so threatening and so overwhelming. And, you know, I think the enemy just builds up the walls and says, you know, you can't pray right. You can't pray long enough. You can't, you're not, you're not, you know, you're holding this against mm-hmm. that. Well, wait a minute. That's exactly when we need to pray. And let's just make it simple. And let's just, let's just, let's just do it. Yeah. I don't want to be judged. Don't judge me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. another whole area. Isn't yeah. It? We'll talk about that when we come back. I think, I think we'll talk about that. We have lots of things <laughs> to talk fair. about. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Marcus Bachman is our special guest. We're awfully glad he's here. Indeed. Peter Kapsner is here with me as well. He's a very special guy. <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face. You couldn't. <laughs> I tried you to chew that one out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're trying to figure out if you pray or don't pray with your spouse. Uh, but it, if you want to, we'd love to hear what the uh, what what you what you do. If you if you pray, text the word pray to eight seven seven nine three three two four eight four. And if you don't pray. You can say, don't pray, and text it to the same number, 877-933-2484. You're listening to an encore presentation of Afternoons with Bill Arnold. Faith, hope, and clarity in a special repeat performance. never in a hurry to interrupt this music. It is that sweet afternoon siesta kind of music, is it not? It, it, it really, really is. is. It really is. You're making dinner right now. Perfect. Listen to a little jazz violin. Coming down from the day. It's yeah. Perfect. The afternoon show with uh, Dr. Marcus Bachman is our special guest today. We're talking about prayer and how it transforms a person and a marriage. And, and Marcus, you said earlier on that the overwhelming number of people that come into your counseling office say they don't pray, but I think that would make perfect sense if they're in trouble. Maybe that's mm. part of the reason. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, we could simply say, uh, so start praying and that will take care of all your, your problems. But I, I, I wish I could say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, it, listen, that doesn't minimize the value and the importance of prayer. But 
there are other other aspects that we have to take a look at. We got to talk through mm-hmm. um, before we get to why why are the roadblocks? Why are those walls built up? And you know what about what are you holding back? And and uh, what is in your own heart toward the other person? So there's a lot of reasons why people come into the, uh, land in my office and 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 absolutely and 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 I have to say some people are very comfortable when I pray and others will. Uh, mm-hmm. You can just tell. What's that about? <laughs> yeah. Another comment. Great, greatly desire to, as I know with all my heart, it would transform our marriage. Been married 25 years to a non-believer. God is sufficient. Another one said, didn't pray, now divorced. Mm. Pray not regularly. Satan throws in apprehension and non-confidence. Mm. Don't pray, not by choice. Pray secretly. Another listener says, I heard my parents pray together at night when I was a child, so I took that example to my marriage. Mm. It can feel awkward at first, but start with the Lord's Prayer, praying that together daily. Then it will start to feel comfortable, and it blossoms from there. Didn't pray and am regretting. Bless you, brothers, for bringing the light. Yeah, that's a really interesting, Marcus, you're talking about that there's a lot of other things sometimes that are going on in the context of the relationship and that it's these simple, small steps. And I really love that suggestion from the listener that if you just simply don't even know how to begin sometimes, right, that that the commonality of the Lord's Prayer, you both can say that together somehow. And, and I'm guessing that if you're a person who's not praying currently and things are in the way, it's not like you just jump into the deep end of the pool suddenly and oh, have yeah. that be the expectation. It's almost like, yeah. can we take one further step of intimacy in this today, however simple as it might be, something along those lines. I don't know how you counsel people, but I'm guessing mm-hmm. it isn't that they go from zero to 100 immediately in their yeah. ability to do this together. Well, you know, one, of the, one of the easier ways that we instruct or encourage people to pray is sometimes it's... Um, an, and I have a bias, I think, um, when you're in bed together at night, just to hold hands right then and there. And, uh, you know, um, you can start off with one sentence prayer and you can talk about the fact that as we hold each other's hands, when you're finished, squeeze my hand. Mm. And squeezing the hand may mean that you pray out loud or you pray quietly. Mm-hmm. And that's not a big deal. That's a pretty easy, non-threatening approach. And then maybe in a week or two, uh, you move to one sentence prayer. And before you know it, you're including the Lord's Prayer and you're, you're including personal prayer and you're opening up and you're sharing. And it, it is a alive and intimate, uh, but it doesn't start off that way right. uh, necessarily. And, and one may not be at the same place. So that's where you give grace and, and, and a, a kindness to... Um, you know, thank you for holding my hand, and thank you for praying, and and uh, or even sometimes writing down prayer requests and handing. There's a lot of different ways. <laughs> we don't have to get stuck in a, yeah. in, a in a certain way. Mm. Love this comment. Didn't pray together for the first 25 years of our marriage. Sad to say, it felt awkward. Then we just started to, and we've been praying together for 10 years. Wow. Better thoughts of your spouse too when you start your day praying together. Oh, is yeah. that a hopeful? Uh, that is hopeful. Yeah. Wow. Is yeah. it is it hard to stay mad when when you pray? <laughs> I don't know how you pray and you're and and you're mad. 
I, I don't know how you do that. I mean, first of all, I think, again, is back to if I'm mad or someone's mad at me, uh, I, I think they have to deal very quickly with, um, okay, Marcus, what are you mad at? Why are you mad? This is about you again, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And what is it that you're holding back? And what, why are you putting yourself first? And how, what selfish thing are you thinking about now? And, you know, by the time I a- answer those questions, you know, a, a therapist can ask questions and answer them at the same time, you know. And it, sometimes it takes uh, just a, a, a 30 seconds. And then I'd realize, okay, anger has no place. Mm. Anger has no place between my wife and I. And let me release it. Mm. So, so, yeah, yeah. so this is probably not great to start out your prayer with something like, God, please change my spouse in this way. This would would not be the journey into intimacy and prayer. I I would imagine some people getting aside might be in that spot to some degree. You know, that is a really important piece of all of this, because if you're going to be vulnerable and the other person is going to use that as a weapon, as a critique, and I noticed that you prayed about, you know, had a problem with something. And I just want to talk to you about the, you know, giving you some, some thoughts about how to fix that mm. oh, yeah. I think I'll keep my mouth shut now, <laughs> yeah, you right, know? Right. so yeah it's uh, I love this comment we prayed together for 30 years but for the last 21 years we prayed nearly every day at least once sometimes twice oh. God mm. did a remarkable work in our lives and yes intimacy and prayer makes you closer to one another he has since passed and I miss that the most with him I'm so Oof. sorry Oh, I didn't oh. read that whole text. I just could tear up right oh, now. Yeah, that's oh, amazing. You've got I gotta incredible. Read, I got to read my text fully in advance before I start reading it <laughs> on the air. Because I just sucker punch myself. I, no, I, I kind of like it, Bill. What, um, what incredible KTIS listeners. That was, that was oh, yeah. beautiful, though. That's beautiful. I just, and I think what I'm hearing in some of these stories, and, and maybe, Marcus, you can speak to it as well, is that it probably gets to a point, if it's been so long, I mean, 25 years is a long time to have yeah. not been praying, right? And I think... My guess would be that at some point you sort of give up hope that 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 is ever going to be part of the journey together. And what I'm hearing in some of these texts is people saying we somehow did break the ice after 25 years and however awkward it was. Yes. And, 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 you know, maybe it took a crisis or maybe it just took a conviction from one one person that said, "Um, is it all right if we say the Lord's Prayer tonight? Yeah. And Mm. that's not all that tough. I know. But, But you know what? You know what? It's like everything else in life. Uh, You know, a Minnesota winter snowstorm can be unbelievably tough for some people. And others say, let me go. This is an adventure, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Matter of the attitude, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) An additional comment to the last one was, yes, holding hands every time. Yes, we prayed when we were mad, at least one of us. And by the time we were (laughs) through praying, that had dissolved. That's so interesting. It's another way. I, I, I think that's pretty cool. I can't... Uh, personally enter into prayer when I'm mad. I have to first deal with me. Yeah. But, yeah. but hey, listen, I'm not, uh, I'm not knocking that one I, uh, if that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. These, these listeners are amazing. Uh, what do you do when someone feels that they have been wronged by Jesus, feel that Jesus should have protected them, ended at a certain time of their life? Um, mm. And I brought it up to try to make her feel wanted and wanted by Jesus. So obviously there's been some injury there. We'll pick this up after the break. I, you know, we're up against a hard break, so I gotta, I gotta go. 
yeah. take a break. But Bye, Bill. Doctor, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, <laughs> st- I'm not going anywhere. I still got a show till six o'clock. <laughs> okay. okay, it's a rough room. I'll tell you that. Right <laughs> yeah, now. it's a tough crowd. You're crying. You're getting you know grief on either I know. side. I'm doing it's the Rodney Dangerful yeah. tie pull here. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Goodbye, Bill. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, you guys better be here after the break. Dr. Marcus Bachman is my guest. Go to counselingcare.us. Counselingcare.us. He does uh, individual and also a couple therapy. He's amazing. We'll be right back. Encore presentation of Afternoons with Bill Arnold. Faith, hope, and clarity in a special repeat performance. It's the Afternoon Show with Bill Arnold. Drive time, drive time. Let's get it started. Jump in your car. What's for dinner? It's the Afternoon Show with Bill Arnold. All right, we are back. (laughs) Prayer series with Peter Kapsner. And we're having too much fun <laughs> between the break. I'm glad you guys are still here. Yeah. yeah. Both of you threatened to leave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you won the best out of two and three quarter yeah. coin flip. It was not yeah. easy. Yeah. So we're talking about prayer and how it relates to uh, being, uh, praying with your spouse, yeah. being intimate and, and all of that. And I've, I've thrown it out to listeners. Let me know if you pray or don't pray. And right now we've had so many uh, people who have texted over. And it looks like at this point, the majority are praying, but it's probably about 60, 40, 40% mm. are not praying. That's a big number. That's a big number. That is a big number. Um, to a Christian radio audience, I'd say, yeah, it's a big number. Right. So Marcus, maybe you'll address this question that came in when uh, this listener said, what do you do when someone feels that they've been wronged by Jesus? Mm. And I, I, I want to try to let let her know that, that she's wanted and feel wanted and wanted by Jesus, but there's injury there. There's hurt. Mm-hmm. Injury and typically trauma, what sounds like could be in the backdrop of that, um, you know, it takes time and it takes effort to have that person um, get the help that they need. And I, again, will never minimize the power of prayer. But um, when there is, if there is trauma and there has been abuse um, and someone feels like they've been wronged by Jesus, um, that can be very, very deep. That needs to have... Um, someone who probably has some training and and or pastoral care at mm-hmm. least be able to talk to that person and I think as a spouse, you have to release your spouse, you have to release your 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 husband or wife and into the arms of jesus and that doesn 't mean that they will feel better necessarily right away, or maybe during this you know i i, I don 't like to say it, but um this is a short life we live, and not mm. always do our answer, prayers get answered uh, while we're here on this earth. And uh, and I'm not trying to say that it, 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 the person didn't pray strong enough, or you know, didn't have enough faith, or anything like that. But um, some things um, don't always get taken care of, and I think we have to be able to know. But we've done our part. I've prayed sincerely, and I'll continue to pray, and not lose hope. It's if we lose hope, then we build up the walls again. Uh, and I release Jesus, my spouse, who has been feels hurt by you. I give them to the altar, and and I and I think there's a beautiful, um, just a whole cleansing 
of, of being able to be at peace with that. I don't have to be happy, but I can be at peace with that. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, it does. I think that's one of the hardest things, Marcus, to get our head around is that all of what our heart desires will probably not be realized on this side, right? I mean, if it was, then that would mean that that our king would not have to return, that yeah. that we would, that earth and heaven would not again have to become one in that's which true. all the tears are wiped away. And so I think to be in that place where we long for and strive after and give towards and yield and pray and all of those sorts of things that we, we can begin to taste a bit of that future, but, yeah. but not always is the fullness of that future realized in the present that we long for. Yeah. You know, the balance is in, enjoy your life as God has given us the blessings of today and how sweet heaven looks, mm. how fulfilling yeah. that is. And and not all pain will be taken away while we're here. Yeah. Here's a comment, and then I've got a softball question for you, Marcus. Softball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a hard question. That's what softball means. I thank you. I was looking yeah. for the baseball. <laughs> Twins. Yes. Let's sing the song. Yeah. Here's a comment. Uh, we pray almost every night. I start, and it can be one hour long. Then hubby prays, and usually about 10 minutes. You can tell who the talker is in the family. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how else to say this to you. I'm going to sound very unchristian. I think I'd fall asleep by that time. Well, if you're in bed I, propped up and someone's praying for an hour, yeah. You, yeah. I, that could be. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was there a question there? I just got, I just got personal about my own life. <laughs> no, no, the, it's not. very no, unspiritual. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You want the softball question now? I'll say so. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. So the one talks a lot, one's, one's the big talker. Okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You think that was a real answer? Yeah, I mean, it was a listener that that said, "This is what happens at night. We we pray. I go about an hour. My husband it goes ten minutes. That really is amazing. That's a beautiful amount of prayer time, though. Yeah, it, it really, is. really is. That is. But it, I'm with you, Marcus. I mean, if it's 120 seconds and, and I'm not asleep, it's a, it's well, insomnia. Let's back up. At this point. Well, you know, I need to back up. This text does not say they're laying in bed. Oh, oh you know, okay. It's, oh, it's, oh, well, Bill, if you'd only clarify it. Yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> Trying to answer stuff yeah. I don't understand. If I was a better talk show host, <laughs> I wouldn't be oh, confusing Lord, everybody. <laughs> Let's pray for Bill right now. Okay. Yeah, so they, you know, they might start praying at six thirty at night. It's beautiful. It's it That's really it, it really is incredible. I love, I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's it really I is. It's beautiful. I love no, 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 no. So here's my softball question, uh, Marcus: uh, Can relationships be revived with prayer? Mm. It, it seems like a softball. Maybe it's not. Uh, well, here's my softball answer. Okay. Yes. Yep. And no. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. You might say. <laughs> no, I think. I Explain think, yourself. Well, because because we don't have control over the other person. I mean, there is self will, and whether it's uh, you know, I mean, whether it's a, a severe thing as mental illness. Not to say that mental illness can't be um, healed and changed, but um, or whether it's a stubbornness and and pridefulness of a person not willing to change, or or just stuck in the sea of 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 self criticism because they've been damaged so brutally damaged as a child um there are there are going to be instances where we just again release them and uh that's that's what we need to do and then there's a sweetness of being able to say yes um it it has changed uh us and 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 we've seen the results of it so mm. yes or no marcus would you say that uh it probably depends on the relationship but to start with prayer is helping create a greater intimacy between us, or should we be doing other steps of moving towards intimacy and then beginning to pray together? Or is it yes, depending? Boy, yes and yes. I mm. like that. I, I, I think that if you if you were, <clears throat> oh, boy, this is going to be a hornet's nest maybe, but 
you know, if, if we're talking about a legalistic person mm. who prays somewhat like a Pharisee and isn't involved in the heart of the matter, um, I don't know how that kind of prayer really works. Yeah. Uh, and yet we've done our duty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's even for someone who's, if I can say this, I guess, well, I'm going to say it, um, our Lord's Prayer. If we did, if we didn't say it with the sincerity and the genuineness of our heart, mm-hmm. then we're just going through the words, and I don't see that as effective. But in the case of if there are other things like we didn't spend time with our spouse, didn't pursue our spouse, didn't think about, let me study you and what love language you have, and I will give you that which you have a need. I think if we've done our work in that. Prayer works out really nice. Yeah. That's why. That's why they, you know, the the overworked traditional uh, person who's at home taking care of the kids, and the other person comes home, and <laughs> they don't help out with giving the kids a bath or helping make the meal together. Well, you know, you want to pray at the end of the day. Uh, I don't feel real close to you because <laughs> we haven't been together for most of the re- mm-hmm. other part of the day. Mm-hmm. All right, how about the significance that praying together might be in terms of reminding each other of the sacredness of the marriage? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the beauty of what prayer is about and how the reminder is of who Christ is. And it's not just us. It's the whole idea of what is the purpose of marriage. It's not to bring joy to each other, happiness, is the fact that we um, serve a living Savior who um, it's him first. And if it's him first, then it's the other person first mm-hmm. then. And it it just cancels out so much of this about me and what I don't have and comparisons and all the other, all the other Facebook stuff that's out there and so sorry and so sorry so so i what was the question again i think i got off on my own that's okay Okay. Uh, just reminding of the sacredness of the marriage Mm -hmm. how important it is yeah is is that incredible the the understanding of um who we belong to Mm -hmm. and and what is uh, and and that's where it comes also back to the commitment of marriage regardless of feelings because if we if we are so stuck on the feeling culture, we're in trouble and we're not going to make it. And that's where, okay, Lord Jesus, here we go. Um, I'm yours. Um, she, he is yours and our kids are yours and we need you. We can't do this without you. Mm. And the power that's there, the forgiveness that's there, the sweetness is there. And I honor you. Ah. Oh. There's a sacredness that comes across when we humble ourselves in that way. Yeah, I, th- I was thinking, Marcus, as you're talking to you a little bit about this sort of the feeling-based sort of thing, and just the idea that when we first see some measure of marriage show up in the biblical text at the end of Genesis 2, when it talks about the one flesh covenant between the two of them, it's in the context that the two are invited to be these image-bearing stewards of God's ever-unfolding ro- world moving forward. And so their relationship was in the context of a bigger call. It was in the context yes. of a bigger invitation. It wasn't just for the two of them and their own companionship, 
and how they felt about things on any given day that they were instead of always facing inward towards each other, they were facing outward side by side to, to steward God's creation together. That There's that sacredness, right, that holds us together. And prayer in the midst of that is, yes, for our own intimacy in our marriage, but it's also to say, God, lead us. God, guide us. How, how can we shepherd you? You've talked about it just that. The prayers of grandparents for their grandkids. I hear oh, these stories powerful. over and over and over again. And you want to talk about oh. stewarding the future. That is such a beautiful, sacred way in which the male and the female can come together and steward that future together in that way. You know, in counseling, I've seen this over and over where, uh, let's just use the term, a mature adult, uh, kind of understanding, you know, they're in their last season of life, whatever that's 10, 20, 30 years. They, they, they realize, obviously, they've made their mistakes. Mm-hmm. And if they could do it all over again, sure, they could do better parenting. But I got a chance with the grandkids to influence them. I had a chance where uh, I can really speak to the heart of, um, you know, what what they need to be thinking about and how to love them and to unconditionally love them, but to also give them the tidbits in their own way of language that only a grandparent can do with the wink and the smile and the Mm. tenderness. That is an incredible ministry, the prayers of a grandfather and a grandmother. And when, when, when isn't it wonderful if it's both, if they're living, of course, the grandmother and grandfather together? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Yeah, Powerful. no kidding. Another uh, listener, pray virtually every night, holding each other. That kind of ups the ante a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, well, besides holding your hands, I'll holding hold hands. your hands. <laughs> holding each like other. That. that is good. I like really that a lot, good. too. That's that beautiful. some other things, too. Okay. Yeah. All right, I think we'll take our last break. Let me know if you've got... Uh, <laughs> it's about time with it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you guys know. better be here after the break. Okay. If you uh, pray together or don't pray together, mm. l- let me know what it is. I'd love to hear from you. You can send it over to 877-933-2484. I've heard some amazing stories of praying and not praying. And um, I'm sorry for the ones that haven't prayed, but when we come back, maybe we can offer some hope and some new ways to start a new habit effective uh, tonight. Be Mm -hmm. right back with Dr. Marcus Bachman. You can head over to counselingcare.us to learn more about him and his amazing staff. He is uh, available right now to uh, meet with anybody via Zoom. So if you're listening tonight in Hartford, Connecticut, and you go, I'd like to talk to that Marcus Bachman guy. You can do that. Be right back. You're listening to an encore presentation of Afternoons with Bill Arnold. Faith, hope, and clarity in a special repeat performance. with Dr. Marcus Bachman, Dr. Peter Kapsner. It is a Wednesday prayer series. Marcus is nice enough to talk about how important it is to be praying and in a marriage and how transformational it is, starting with yourself and also praying with your spouse. Uh, so, Marcus, let me ask you, how does the Holy Spirit lead and guide us through all this? I so appreciate when I ask the Holy Spirit to, um, first and foremost, there are a few prayers that automatically get answered for me. I, I, If I ask the Holy Spirit, lead me and guide me to witness, to show Christ's love to someone today. Hmm. Make my ears and eyes open to that. And I, I, I'm not trying to come up with a um, guaranteed formula, but I'm just telling you, every time I pray that, 
I get the opportunity to witness, to show Christ's love to someone, uh, unless I'm on an island alone. And, you know, I can't <laughs> see anyone, but you know, I usually don't pray at that. But I really, really, there are certain prayers. And, and I think that if we pray for the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into showing us light into our life, um, it, it, it's so much, so much is taken away from anything that I have that I hold against my spouse, that I'm hurt against my spouse, that I'm confused. And, and, and there's the power of love that comes through that heals and, and balms the, 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 the soothes the, the, the hurt that I, I just think is a miraculous thing that um, the Holy Spirit is known for leading, guiding, revealing, bringing light before our path. I think one of the sweetest things, too, right, is when we engage in, in the ways you're describing, Marcus, is that if we are praying maybe for something in our present circumstances or about our future or something that's unknown and we're looking for wisdom and guidance together as a married couple, it's pretty sweet when both couples independently of one another are sensing sort of the same way forward, yes. right? To To get to that place where you're like, we don't know what the future is going to hold, but we are going to stand side by side holding hands and we're going to walk towards it together because in prayer individually and together we've heard that that's the spirit's leading it's almost it's not that it doesn't matter what then comes from there but the fact that you are walking towards that together it almost kind of doesn't matter you're you're in it together at that point yeah when both of you can uh write on a piece of paper not that this is the way to do it and give your answer and it's the same answer or you could just just speak it forth and say that's exactly what i was thinking and that's the Holy Spirit doing a, a revealing. But I, I, I think that comes, not that, again, it's guaranteed, but I just think it comes when a couple have a built-in relationship with Christ individually, and they're complete more, whole more. And let's face it, I'm, you know, the wholeness is, is a process that is ongoing. But when we, when we have that in our life, and then we're praying together, I, I I just think God is a uh, he he's he's he brings good news and he reveals truth and mm-hmm. he does that uh, in a very precious way with, within a marriage. Awesome! Another uh, text that came in. My grandchildren love it when I pray for their concerns out loud. Mm. My eight-year-old grandson <laughs> said, "I don't feel afraid of monsters after you pray for me, Grandma." I love that. Yeah. And she said, thanks for including grandparents and their mission field that they have with their little ones. Yeah. You know, that's that's a grandparent that understands the natural, uh, just the sweet uh, freedom to stop right there. I can just see that grandma stop right in the middle of a restaurant and (laughs) praying right there in the car and, you know, hopefully not closing her eyes. But, you know, the whole idea is it's it's just who she is. And, and and what a freedom to be able to say, uh, you know, and and I've seen that with my wife where I, I uh, uh, she she just has a freedom to uh, put her hand on someone's shoulder and say, you know, they're starting to talk about the problem. Uh, sometimes I think she should listen more, but 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 right away she puts her hand on and says, let's pray about that. Yeah, and I I, I just I, I'm not as quick about that. I'm of course I just want to listen more and but I think uh, that combination of being able to listen and pray and doing it out loud is is a, is a really um, effective prayer. Mm-hmm. People loved the prayer you prayed uh, that Dennis Rainey wrote, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to ask Peter Kapsner to take a turn at it, insert your wife's name in the prayer. And so nice. grab a pen, 
folks and write as fast as you can. Peter, <laughs> I think we will post this somewhere. Oh, yeah. As we're well. going to. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me take that back. We're going <laughs> to. Just we're see people say, caps are slow down. Yeah. Okay, to write wait. This down. All right. <laughs> Too much stimuli. <laughs> we're going to post this at uh, counselingcare.us. Counselingcare.us. This prayer will be posted. That's Marcus's <clears throat> website. Give me a couple hours and I'll do that. It's yes. going to take a couple hours. So yeah. it'll be tonight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's hear the prayer. Indeed. Lord, I thank you for Hallie and for the life you have given us together. I thank you for the gift that she is to me. Forgive me, Lord, when I take her for granted and do not love her as I should. Please bless Hallie today and all she does, and may she feel secure and protected by your love and with my love as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Pretty sweet. So there's a simple way to start. And Incredible. You maybe you can start tonight if you have missed a whole block of time with your spouse and you have not prayed, you can show up with this piece of paper yeah. and say, I'd like to pray this. Yeah, and I'm pretty pumped. I've got an advanced copy. Now, I mean, people have to wait a couple hours on Marcus's website. I'm taking this home with me. I've got this advanced yeah. copy. But, you, but you know, I, I, I want to say it. Don't let the enemy create this 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 history of you know you 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 you, you've not done this before it's been so long or you know what what if she doesn't like it or feels like all of that stuff that the enemy can can blog uh our mind with Mm. i just want to say go for it simple make it short it's sincere it 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 is effective and god will bless you for doing it start today and maybe you can start by saying, I'd like to begin this process mm-hmm. versus a one and done. I'll pray tonight. Oh, that yeah, didn't go well. Point. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because right. Yeah. you can feel judged or you can feel yep. like that didn't go well or it yep. created an argument. Yep. I mean, that's the last thing you want yep. to be the result. When you talk about the enemy having attacks, that's yep. a great example. It of really that. is. And typically when you ask whoever, can I pray for you? They typically will say, yeah, sure, okay. Typically, they're not going to say no. They're gonna they're gonna open themselves up to that. Mm-hmm. But I think that's such an important point you make too, Bill. Is that the idea of just even if it feels awkward to not buy into the fact? Well, we better not do it anymore. If it felt awkward, I, I can't think of anything in life when I first start doing it that it doesn't feel awkward to some right. degree that well, just you know you don't step out under the tennis court and and be ready for Wimbledon there, right. there's literally nothing that we do in life that we just step right into the flow of it and so it's probably going to be awkward right Marcus at yeah. first it's probably going to feel a little strange a little uneven a little wonky but there can even be some joy if you just sort of step back and be able to say hey well, that was a little wonky but I'm really glad we did that together exactly. you know and embrace the wonkiness of it and and I, I and I yes I say I'm, I'm nervous I'm 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 kind of anxious doing this, and and uh, thank you for your patience. And what person wouldn't want to typically say, "Oh, I'm with you. Thank you yeah. for doing that." So it might be really hard though if you've gone a big chunk of life without doing it. Oh boy, you yeah. Know, where where were you yeah. thirty years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we were struggling, it, it, it yes. also uh, gives those of us that have had the mentors of Christian parents that have prayed with us. Um, and that had given us this this modeling of doing it. Um, you know what? We 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 got the equip uh, equipment to do this. We've we've been equipped for years, and now we need to start up again. We can do this. So mm-hmm. no no excuse. Yeah. All right. Eighteen said they pray. Twelve said they don't. Mm. 
in, and that, again, in 40 minutes. That's a Christian minutes. radio demographic, right? That's a Christian you know, radio that's, demographic. That's, that's, so it would be interesting to see the stats even generally. I would suspect that there's a lot of no's that just don't know how to do it, that don't know how to step into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember reading a, uh, a book that Tim Keller had written, and he was talking about prayer, and he said he was a mar- married to his wife for 11 years before they prayed together. Yeah. And he's a pastor at a pretty big it's church in New yeah. York. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't until a con- it wasn't a conflict; it was a, a health crisis, and they uh, started praying together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And outside looking in now at these stages in their life and and facing more health crises, right. is that there there seems to be a sweetness of them together in the midst of it, at least in terms of what's out there in the public. But you can kind of sniff when something is a little bit more false or when there's a sweetness, and and they do seem to have that in that time. So I'm guessing again, Marcus, it. You step into it, it probably doesn't take too long to start developing that sweetness, kind of moving through the wonkiness into some of those places. I, I think it, uh, you know, a good habit is change, they say, in 28 days. Mm-hmm. And I think a month of prayer, you'll find out in a month from now. How did we live without this? Yeah. It's right. Yeah. That's right. One of my uh, regular listeners, David, said, I don't know about you guys, but it seems that most of my prayer life is about me. Thank you for some direction. Wow. And yeah. may I ask a quiz question here? So get ready here. Um, so whose responsibility is to say we should start praying between husband and wife? Well, people in counseling say who should initiate sex, right? Bill, Bill, what does that have to do with <laughs> My mic is now off at this point. Okay, yes. we can answer that question too. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bill, why are you turning red? Yeah. Okay, I'm not turning red. <laughs> No, the answer is you both are. Both. Do. Okay, good. Both do. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, no, I'm turning sex, red. You're both. You <laughs> both are. Okay, good. <laughs> because otherwise, this point. otherwise yes. we wait for the other person. Yeah. Why not spice it up a little bit? With a minute to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> One it's a great way to leave everybody yeah. for sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, to go. thank you, Peter. Dr. Marcus Bachman has been my That's guest stuff, today. Marcus. Go to counselingcare.us. Counselingcare.us. He's going to put up that prayer that Dennis Rainey gave which you've heard twice on the program. Uh, that's going to be up in a couple hours. You can actually maybe pray that prayer tonight with your beloved. That's all we have for the show today. Gentlemen, thank you for uh, the great show today. And thank you to all my guests, to Marshall Siegel, who made his first appearance on the show. We loved having you and David Wheaton on his series with Genesis. It's been wonderful. I cannot wait until tomorrow. We're going to start off with Guide Talk. I'm looking forward to spending time with you. And I hope tonight as you lay your head on the pillow, Know that God loves you and is working out a great, great plan in your life. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.